0: Hello, and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting on episode 5 of Tomo-chan is a girl. If you'd like to watch along, then start watching now. Now, one has to marvel at the bizarre mental processes of Carol, where she can just sort of casually bring something up and basically just manifested into reality. You know, good on Carol that she can sort of draw up a map with that level of detail. You know, it's not like it's actually helpful in any practical sense, but... You know, I guess considering that... You know, they're sort of working with a couple landmarks here. There's only so much relevant information you really need. You know, I guess it could be reasonably expected that this woman here who shares a bunch of carol's mannerisms is uh you know related it, it is interesting that i don't know she speaks in this sort of weird stilted way you know i mean obviously i can't necessarily judge the quality of japanese voice acting but i think Like, I don't know, there's like a little bit of an accent that imparts the impression of, you know, not having a whole lot going on upstairs. Now, I guess the real question here is, who is this person and who is she in relation to Carol? You know, I think one could reasonably assume that she might be like a mom or an older sister or something, but... To think that, you know, sort of like the adult in the house here is this sort of dim-witted, you know. Like, that doesn't bode well. And as it turns out, you know, it is Carol's mom. And just, like... You know, you have to wonder who takes care of all the affairs around here. If both mother and daughter are just kind of, um... You know, not really there, and there's no father to speak of. You know, I'm sure there is somewhere, it's just not relevant to any of the plot. And, you know, that is kind of a rather petty thing, you know. Carol notices that, hey, our braids match, and Misuzu just sort of undoes her braids. Like, you know, there's something really spiteful about that that just sort of rubs me the wrong way. You know, some of it is just how Misuzu is, but like... I don't know. Like I wouldn't want to associate with a person who does stuff like that in real life. You know, it's it's like that meme that I saw like somewhere a while ago where it's like a a picture of a girl short hair and she said like some dude on the street told me my long hair looked pretty so I got a haircut. And it's just like there's no need to do something like that, you know. Like, I don't know what exactly that actions like that are evidence of. You know, what exactly the problem is. But it's definitely indicative that there is something wrong. Now, speaking of something wrong, you know, it seems as though Carol's mom just... Oh, that's interesting. She actually picked up on Misuzu being kind of flippant and rude and i guess she doesn't really have the tact to say something you know more interesting than like you know hey are you a bad person now i feel like Masuza's is just sort of taking advantage of the situation to just try and be a jerk but for whatever reason you know it's not quite working You know, this is something... I was thinking earlier, but I'm wondering if perhaps... Maybe... You know, this stupidity is sort of an act. You know? I mean, if nothing else, Carol seems to be good at this board game. I'm not exactly familiar with what game it is. You know, it's not chess, and it doesn't appear to be Go or Shogi. You know... They refer to it as Othello, which, you know, in the normal course of events, I would assume that's a play, but. Man, you know, ultimately things went pretty well in a weird sort of way. You know, I would have expected a little bit more conflict especially in regards to just misuzu being a jerk you know i would have thought more would have come of that but maybe maybe it'll happen later oh here we have it you know the inevitable midterm plot development They've got midterms, Tomo completely forgot, they're tomorrow, and she didn't study at all. So naturally, she's gonna have to pull like an all-nighter or something studying. And, you know, the situation's delicate, because on the one hand, this could be used as an opportunity to get closer to Jun. You know, especially if they both study together and Misuzu surreptitiously and strategically you know bows out to give them alone time but you know that doesn't really solve the greater issue of not being prepared for midterm exams now somewhat tellingly misuse is sort of taking this as an opportunity to gloat and spend time with tomo rather than you know, allow her to spend time with Jun, and I guess from an academic perspective, she's the better choice of study partner, seeing as how she ranked higher. But on the other hand, you know, Carol's tagging along with them, and she's bound to sort of, um, well, put a damper on proceedings for want of a better term, you know? She doesn't strike me as especially academically competent. Oh dear, seems like we're receiving some deep lore here. You know, it seems like Tomo has a history of being rather rambunctious at Masuzu's house. And, you know, even to this day, she may not necessarily be welcome. It, it is interesting that, um... You know, Masuzu's mom sort of mistook the shoes for those of a potential boyfriend. And you know, obviously that's not the case, but it's, uh... It's interesting that this mistake keeps being made over and over again. And, you know, I do feel a little bad for Carol. She does tend to be a bit of a punching bag. And... You know, like, she's she's good-natured, you know? I don't think you should necessarily just, like, pick in stupid people just because they're stupid. You know, like, if they're stupid and mean, that's one thing, but... I mean, at least Carol is a nice person, and she seems to be something of a mathematical savant, you know? To the point where she can't really explain why she can solve math. She just, you know does it oh boy so here's misuzu saying the classic thing of you know you need to show your work the process in math is important to some degree yes that's correct but boy that excuse really rankles with me because Oh my god, like, teachers, petty teachers use that as an excuse to punish students. I, I really, really detest that. Like, punishing people for something like that is the fastest way to make people despise math. Like, I'm a person who enjoys math, but that's only because I managed to luck out and have a really good teacher who managed to explain the applications of math. You know, just doing pure mathematics for its own sake, like, that is truly a dull endeavor. You know, it's only when you realize that you can use math to do a whole bunch of cool things that it becomes, you know, rather than this boring thing that is inflicted upon you, it becomes instead, you know, a powerful multi-purpose tool. But you know what that's neither here nor there Tomo managed to make 70th place which you know out of a class of who knows how many people that's probably not a bad thing especially considering that she seems excited about it I mean speaking from my own personal experience my class in high school was uh, just shy of 300 people Yeah, you know, everybody's sleeping on Carol right now. You gotta stop it. She ranked number one. Like... Ah, man, someday there will be a reckoning in favor of Carol, and she deserves it. So now Tomo is bringing up the topic of video games. And to a degree, I think that's kind of dangerous, you know... Like, you know, I can only imagine, like, a little competitive video gaming between Tomo and June would end in a little bit of violence, you know? I have no evidence to back this up. It's just a feeling. I mean, at the outset, they both seem interested on gaming together, but... I don't know. Like... I don't think something like this is written so sophisticated as to introduce, like, a cooperative game by which they could, you know, further develop a friendship. You know, I feel like they're going to play something antagonistic, like, you know, a fighting game or Mario Kart or something. And, you know, if it's only the two of them, surely it won't go too well. Now, if that weren't bad enough, Tomo seems to have latched onto the idea that by agreeing to this whole business, she's essentially going to be spending the night over Jun's house, and you know, that's, uh, that's something. You know, she's immediately getting cold feet, but Misuzu and Carol have formed a united front to say, like, yeah, no, you're going through with this. And, you know what, good on them, you know. What kind of a friend are you if you can't, well, one, help your friends and make sure they stick to doing the things they promised to do? Man, you know, they're really laying it on thick almost feel a little bad for Tomo, but I guess not as bad as I feel now, saying as how she's, uh... informing her parents that she's gonna be spending the night over. You know? Like, naturally, her parents are going to start latching on to weird ideas, like, you know... What... What could our grandchildren possibly be named, you know? Obviously, that's being a bit presumptuous, but... Yeah, you know, on the one hand, Tomo's mom was presumptuous, Tomo's dad's just sort of like, yeah, whatever. I mean, that seems... Kind of underwhelming, if you ask me. Oh, dear. Yeah, the plot's really thickening. You know, June's mom is out of town, so it's just, uh... He and Tomo. Oh dear. You know, if things were already going to get a little interesting before, you know, it's practically guaranteed now. Oh boy. Yeah, things are getting real interesting. You know, there's obviously the topic of, like, bathing, which Jun has decided to bring up. I mean, I guess it is a pertinent question. Personally, I'm always one who bathes in the morning, so, like, I don't know. I guess this wouldn't be as big an issue where I'm concerned, you know. It's just something like, you know, worry about it tomorrow. Or, you know, go home and take care of it. It seems to me that, really, no good will come of this. Yeah, you know, like, even if Jin doesn't plan on doing anything, the fact that there's only, like, a door between them, you know, that's bound to cause issues. Yeah, you know, like, they're both sort of cognizant that everything is awkward, and, you know, I don't know what you could possibly do in a situation like this, you know, addressing it's not gonna help. I really think at this point you'd really just have to, uh, just strictly ignore it and get down to business, you know? So, you know, I kind of figured this would be the case. They are, in fact, playing something antagonistic. In this case, you know, a game like FIFA. You know, I'm wondering if maybe this is why they didn't game for so long, seeing as how Tomo's already sort of initiating. Although, on the other hand... You know, Jun seems to be applying strategy to the game, whereas Tomo's just, you know, playing like an amateur. Of course, at this point, they've sort of discovered that there's something far more interesting than video games here. And... I don't know. They both seem to have come to the decision to just kind of ignore it. And, you know, it's kind of telling that Tomo's bragging about staying up until 1130 and Jun's staying up until midnight. You know, granted, like, I'm not a person who stays up late, you know, I, I just can't do it. But that they're bragging about something like this when I've known people who regularly stay up until the wee hours of the morning, you know. This is like, you know, a day that ends in Y for some of those people. So now we have the sleeping arrangements. You know, Jun was sort of good enough to give her his bed and he sleeps on the floor. But, you know, I would have thought that this was something they would have had to discuss at length before, seeing as how it's such a potentially sensitive issue. Oh boy. Here we go again, you know, people are talking in their sleep. Surely there will be no admissions or confessions or any untoward actions going on now. Oh dear. Yeah, so Thomas going for it, you know. Like, she's examining him while he sleeps. Surely he's not going to wake up while they're in a compromising position. Oh, dear. Now, it's not clear if he's sort of, like, doing this in his sleep or what, but, you know, it's certainly, uh... certainly rather compromising. Yeah, you know, I can't say I've known anyone who's ever put somebody in a judo hold in their sleep, but... You know i guess there's a first time for everything and from his perspective you know it would seem as though tomo decided to snuggle up next to him in the middle of the night so i guess everything's a bit weird for everybody now yeah i guess if nothing else there's a whole bunch of fodder for misunderstandings going forward in fact i wouldn't be surprised if this whole sleeping business was Sort of like the foundation of something in a later episode. Yeah, I mean, already Toma's sort of disturbed about having woken up on the futon. Jun just seems to want to ignore the whole thing. And you know what? Fair enough. I think that's probably the best approach rather than address it. You know, I don't think any good will come out of it unless something really serious happens. Alright, well that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. See you, Space Cowboy!